Karen with The Wedding Fox here on a cold mid-January of 2018. Happy 2018, everybody. I'm here today with uh, Amy Webb of Blue Ridge Floral Design, located right here nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Nellie's Ford, Virginia. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good, Karen. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Glad to have you. So today, um, we're going to find a little bit more about, find out about Amy uh, today, a little bit about her background, um, how she got into the wedding business and got to be such a, a really well-known and respected floral designer right here in Charlottesville, Nellysford, just outside of Charlottesville, Nellysford, Virginia, which is, if you've never been there, is gorgeous, which is one of the reasons Charlottesville, Virginia is one of the top places to, to get married. Okay, Amy, so tell us about yourself. Like, where are you from? Because I, I honestly, Amy and I just met face to face today. We have been working in the same area for quite some time. I respect her work and uh, heard a lot of nice things about her. And I'm glad to have her today, but I'd love to learn about you. So where are you from, Amy? Um, well, thank you. So um, I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. My father was a salesman with DuPont, which actually meant we moved all over the country every couple of years. And I always hungered for more of a natural lifestyle. So after graduating from college, I moved out to California and worked on a big farm at the Farallons Institute, where they trained um Peace Corps volunteers to go live in Africa. And I lived on a big section of the farm that was a garden. The person that oversaw our garden was um, a devotee of Alan, Alan Chadwick. That's, can I, if if you edit it out, I can say it again, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the garden was a theater to him and we had huge delphinium in the back that were blue and then mid-size other perennials in California. You can grow anything. And in the front, it might be marigold. So we felt that giving the idea of texture color was what was so important. And when I design flowers, even to this day, I 30 years ago, more than 30 years ago, I go back to the instruction and the feeling that I had in those gardens. And we would travel around to all the other different gardens that, that were Alan Chadwick's inspired, and they all had those same characteristics. So when I moved to Virginia and got married and had kids, I just um, was a stay-at-home mom, grew flowers, sold flowers, did um, the Waterford Fair with dried flowers. And as my kids got older and the needs grew, I started in doing more weddings and I did all the flowers at Wintergreen Resort for many, many years. And um, my business just evolved very organically. Never had an actual class in floral arranging, although I've read many, many books on this subject. But as I was telling Karen earlier, I all of my background is in a natural flower design of how it looks in the fields, how it looks in the woods, how it looks in the garden. And that is my passion. I can totally relate to the fact that you like the idea of how it looks out in the, 
nature because I always, I think that's where we kind of share some of, you know, um, elements of the same uh, thesis of design um, because I feel like when I try to design, as I tell the girls, you know, think about what's outside. Don't and and don't make it so much that you can feel the machinations of your brain working. You know, let it be instinct. And of course, elements of design will come up. And you know, um, it's nice to have those tools in your toolbox. You know, mm. but it is a very or almost an instinctual or organic kind of feeling that you get when. And seeing the photos of your um, design work, I would say that's exactly right, that we definitely share that organic, natural touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and everybody's different. I, was, I think I mentioned to you, people can take the same five colors in front of them, but because their eye perceives color differently and because they're drawn unconsciously, you know, like they don't know why, they might use more of one color than another. And so everybody can be put in front of like, I, when I teach a class, I've noticed you can put all the same ingredients or all the same flowers in front of somebody and they'll still, like a chef or a floral designer, be come up with something different. You know what I mean? It's, but I do believe that there are underpinnings of that. And I think that we share that sort of what we were talking about, the underpinning and the, and the appreciation for that sort of sort of organic and more natural as opposed to more structured or modern feel to flowers i'm struggling for maybe the language of what i see in other designs and maybe it's because of where we're we're located that it it influences us so much yes nature's bounty is definitely our catchphrase i love ikebana and i can appreciate it totally but it is not my Strong suit. <laughs> I totally hear you on that one. I mean, Ikebana is beautiful, and there is something about picking just a few things to say volumes or a lot, and how it's structured and um, and the and negative space, the space that is you know it is used but not used. But I just there is a place for that, and you can create a space here, or there are spaces for it, but it's not where my instinct or my heart goes so naturally it's not something that i'm like drawn to or do mm-hmm. so they could say i want it but a bride and i might not even i might not be the best person to do it i have definitely told many people that that um simple easy is not my my passion i like lots and lots of texture and different flower types as well as I think in your work, um, you have a, a lot of different things that you do, you know. So, and I, I think we offer a lot. You do arbors, you do the whole range. So I wanted to talk about a little maybe about your, what you offer for Blue Ridge Floral and how you've grown maybe over the years and what you started as and where you're located and, um, you know, uh, how much from A to Z do you do? One of the things that I feel so fortunate is A, being married to my husband, Brian, who's a builder, built our house, worked in construction for many, many years. So he builds all of our arbors and 
he's actually learned how to start decorating some of the arbors, but he does all of our construction, which is huge, so that we can just take it on the road. And Brian will work all day outside constructing the arbors. We also have 60 acres of fields and woods and gardens. So we have lots of trees that always need thinning and branches of all different kinds that we have access to. So do you grow like, I didn't, I didn't know, do you, like a lot of people out there like uh, Farsalia is a flower, you know, they have beautiful flowers that they grow. And I didn't know because I've never been to your farm. Um, how much do you grow dahlias or anything? We grow a couple hundred dahlias and peonies. I love spring blooming shrubs. So I have a huge viburnum collection, a huge spirea collection. Nice. So that, you know, I can always harvest those. But I definitely rely on Foxy at Farsalia and Bev at Blue Heron Farm for Foxy's peonies and yeah. Bev's dahlias and her other annuals. And and these people are local growers. Mm-hmm. Um, Farsalia mentioned it's Foxy's place. The Blue Heron is Bev's place. Um, Farsalia is in Nellie's Ford. It's in um, Massey's no. Mill. She's down in Massey's Mill. Massey's Mill, which is just, it's out there. It's but out it's there. Out it's near Crabtree Falls. Yes. It's the same way I've been there. Mm-hmm. But I guess it goes beyond Nellie's Ford. <laughs> How many miles? Foxy lives. Um, and if any of you ever have a chance to go out to Farsalia when she has one of her workshops, That's which me. she has for um, peonies, flowers, it's amazing. Her, I guess it was her great grandparents started this amazing farm. And and then once again, Bev grows at Blue Heron Farm lots of dahlias of all different colors and shapes and all um, different annuals too. Yeah, and even uh, Farsalia has a greenhouse. So she grows mm-hmm. some in off season, some mm-hmm. lovely ranunculus and things. When we don't think we're going to have them, she'll have them. <laughs> They're quite lovely. <laughs> um, And we have other people, Ted's Lost Stand. I mean, that's the other thing is we're fortunate that we do have a range of growers that are right here at our fingertips that we do try to work into our mix of... of, um, And one thing I think that's interesting to bring out is people come to me and they say, oh, I want all local flowers, thinking that's going to be less expensive. But actually, we're paying for... Is that maybe we shouldn't even go there, right? No, I, I think you just X that out. I, um, I I think that there is. How did you say that before? People want local flowers, thinking that it's going to be less expensive. Okay. Um, you're right, Amy. They do, and often what I find is, you know, because they are growing these so unusual. Um, dahlias and tubers and things that they're taking care of and they have to be brought out of the ground and stored at just a certain temperature and then put back in and there's so much that goes into the loving TLC to all of this stuff that if you were to go and tour and maybe um, in Charlottesville if you're at a wedding there's the offer sometimes all these local farms open up to show you farm to table how things are grown and how things are harvested and eggs and chickens and, and our organic vegetables that are 
beautiful and bountiful on certain farm stands and at our, our local uh, uh, Saturday morning uh, farmer's market. And um, this is the same thing. These people are, are, are devoted to this and uh, it's their time and their passion and it's organic and you're going to see things you don't always see everywhere. They're not mass produced. And therefore, I think that this is what we've gotten so far away from. Sometimes we have to just, you know, understand that you're going to pay al almost as much or if not sometimes a little more for these things that are of a fewer batch that are small that nobody else will have. <laughs> and therefore it might make your bouquet just that much more special and, and never seen ever again, because that's it. You know, um, it's amazing what they grow and what comes out and you get sometimes like I put in um, my bio, uh, the imperfection sometimes is the perfection of it because it might be this one little swirl of color, little curled little petals that are just adorable or beautiful that you've never seen, you know, and so it, it, it it's something that's lost because it's so beautiful and it looks so effortless on the table, but when you really stop and dig a little deeper, you'll see that it, it may cost a little more, but my God, it's worth it. Um, so, uh, um, so I, I really think that, you know, there, that's another subject I think Amy and I could probably expound on is there's some cost mm. of doing flowers that I think nobody really understands or sees. And, um, you know, to make something look effortless and so beautiful there's a whole line, like she was saying, her husband's back there loading up the truck, <laughs> building the arbors. And weeding even, the garden. Yeah, weeding yeah. the garden in 100 degree heat and taking care of stuff. And all of this takes time. And of course, in the end, we have to, you know, carry that charges through to, to our brides. But I think that it's almost a... A love, but at the same time, it's work. It's hard work. You're exactly right, Karen. It's a lot of work, but it's what makes our businesses stand apart, I think. One of the things I'm really excited about growing this year are different scabiosas. I feel like the berry colors are coming back in this summer. And so some of the new scabiosa varieties are so beautiful and come in a range, not just of the black and the white and the blue, but of different cranberry colors. good. Um, yes. I, so that is something just as an example of something that's not really in the trade, but that, that we have that we can use that makes your wedding or your flower arrangement so special. And <clears throat> to get all these little marshmallow scoops and range of raspberry colors and range of, oh my gosh, you know, dahlias. If you ever go to a dahlia farm, it's just freaking amazing. It'll blow your mind. Um, and it's, it's so uplifting, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about flowers is it's been proven medically to uh, induce endorphin release. So there is something about, you know, getting flowers delivered to you that makes you feel better. And of course, on a wedding day, of course you want to feel the best you can be and all your guests get the lift too of the beauty of nature brought to your table. 
And I think there's, like we said, there's this sort of effortlessness about it. But if you dig a little deeper, we on a typical day have to get our flowers in, whether you go out and get them or somebody who's grown them brings them to you, or even if you use them from other sources and they're brought in from all over the world, there's elements of the design that we have to take into account all the time. For instance, things that we we have to think about are the seasons, what's more available, you know, um, what has a short grow time, therefore they're more precious and therefore that drives up their cost. Um, rainy seasons are bad bug season that, you know, too cold, too wet, too many June bugs. All of these things can affect supply and demand, ultimately can affect what we'll have our hands on. Um, even a, a volcano in Greenland was it how many years ago that affected the flights because of all of the thought, all of the uh, clouds and, and disruption of the, of the flights from all of the uh, volcanic explosion and therefore it couldn't get over and the all kinds of things that affected that the prices of the gas and the planes yada 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 it just went on and on and on and the wildflower the wildfires in California hit affected. those flower farms really hard this past summer mm -hmm. and they're going to continue because that's going to cover changes the whole micro mm -hmm. the whole thing and then things aren't going to grow as big or as strong or as whatever and, and we feel it and then we have to to shift all of that with our production of what we're going to use, our costs, our availability. There's a lot behind the scenes of that effortlessness. And I think there's some that do it with grace. And, you know, and that's why we're here. And I consider all of us in Charlottesville pretty freaking talented. You know, we have a big pool of talent. Um, and everybody's picking up those colors just slightly different. And it's like I think you would agree, who you who you bond with when you meet them, a bride comes in and meets with you or talks with you on the phone, and they look at your work and they look at your uh, bottom, you know, the bottom line. Of course, there's budgetary concerns, and then they go with whoever melds or fits best with them, and so. It's always said there's a restaurant. If you have a really good restaurant, it's great to have another restaurant right next to you. It's the kind of same concept, and you're going to go to that restaurant whatever you feel like eating that day. Another thing that I love using are edibles. I don't know about you, but I love using asparagus and different kinds of things. So sometimes it doesn't work for the wedding, but for a rehearsal dinner, it's nothing like adding some eggplants and peppers and tomatoes into the designs. That's true. Real artichokes. Artichokes mm -hmm. uh, in the fall. There's all kinds of fun. Uh, you know, you, there's the foragers who like to forage, uh, which is also going out and like getting persimmons or things off of, they're growing in uh, bittersweet off of fence lines and putting them into your arrangements. They add texture. They add color. Um that's another one. That's that what I, I always tell the wedding planners that I work with that I'm the rockfish robber because no signs on the sides of my van so I can pull over and harvest what I see on the 
all the um different fence lines and the, the, yes pine cones <laughs> off of hemlocks and <laughs> um, different um, bittersweet's a good one although bittersweet is so invasive i always feel like i'm doing a really good service, service. and uh, uh, olive also which is so beautiful but it is such an uh, invasive species that Always think I'm doing nature a good job. Some people put even pokeberry into it. I have not. The problem with pokeberry is I think it's really beautiful in its initial Color. stages, but then it's poisonous and I when it's big. And I always worry about children and all of I that. But I do love pokeberry. I think it's really pretty. It's a pretty color. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I don't know what, maybe it's just because I grew up with it. There's some, I, maybe I have a predisposition to pokeberry and maybe it's not maybe necessary to have that. Maybe I should look beyond that, but it is poisonous. A lot of flowers are poisonous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like it, there's a lot of things that are, you can't <laughs> get from animals or kids, but, <laughs> but it's just whatever reason the pokeberry kind of, I just don't go there. I don't do pokeberry. Sorry. I know somebody who I've seen it and people do use it, but man, they'd have to go on if they weren't for me. (laughs) (laughs) I do like pine cones and little, you know, there's so many things out there. Nuts. There's all kinds of little things we can put in. Um, So if I can give you guys a little bit of direction, maybe start moving toward how florists fit into the when, whole scope of yeah, this business. whole scope of the wedding. I know. So, like, when you're thinking about, I wish you could say events. that about the um, what you were saying about the video. Yeah, but I'm not on the podcast. Oh. So, so well, I, I would just, I, I would just one of you just say, you know, I was trying to drive it down to like, oops, the business kind of. I was yeah. getting there. Yeah. So let's like, I'm trying to get it to like, well, they meet with us and then they we fit mm-hmm. into the whole. Yeah, and and I would just, I would, I would maybe make the mention of, you know, it's good to talk to your florist a little bit earlier. Because the flowers are going to impact people all the time the wedding, and that's going to make sure that your photographs are beautiful and your video is beautiful, and all that. All right. Well. All right. So. So you're talking about pine cones. I was talking about just textures. And <laughs> textures. And- you can see where kindred spirits, because we both love nature's. <laughs> Completely off subject. I know, okay. completely off subject, but that's okay. But but that's um, good. Um, I can talk about different kinds yes, of pine definitely. cones for a really long time. <laughs> we're not, gonna go we're not going to. Okay, okay go so ahead. So I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing mm-hmm. it back. I'm bringing it back. Okay. Um, so coming back to the topic of flowers and weddings. It was brought to our attention that by a photographer recently that um, if you want to have beautiful shots of your wedding, having a backdrop of beautiful flowers is really an important component. I would agree. I mean, it's, it's, I always tell people, and when I say people, I say the bride and their family, whoever comes, or the fiance, whoever comes and visits at Foxtel Cottage. Um, and I'm sure this is how, with you at Blue Ridge. You know, I sit down and I we're talking and I say, you know, remember, everything is like an, it's like an orchestra. And every, whether it's the woodwinds or the brass 
or whatever section of the orchestra that comes in and makes it the whole piece. You have to see this as this whole thing coming together. And flowers is, is as important as all the other pieces. And when you sit down at a table to break bread, to share, you're going to pack up the memories. And part of that memory is all your senses, your smell, your sight, the music, the conversations, the beauty of it all coming together to give you one big wow. And the wow effect includes flowers. And I think both Amy and I have discovered we have this passion of all these different kinds of elements and textures and ranges of flowers and everything and all the hard work and all the love that goes into it, which makes us get up every day and go do it because it is like a Broadway show every weekend. We pack up and we take all our glassware and our, her husband and her tries truck in the arbor. And we all go out there and try to do a wow. And in that wow, if you dig a little deeper, is a lot of love, a lot of hard work. And with the hard work, we just want you to know that you need to come up at us, you know, maybe a few months earlier and just sign with us your perfect day, part of that orchestra. We want to be part of your overall uh, beautiful, Come on, people. What's the word when you a symphony? Well, I wouldn't have thought of that word. Perfect. Um, it's a symphony. That's what we're trying to produce, and I think that Amy's um, contribution to the Charlottesville wedding scene, and all of us here, is is all being brought together here on this podcast for you out there to learn who we are as artisans, to learn individually how we got where we're at, how, you know, from Delaware, from California, to the mountains of Virginia. She's here making sure your day is the perfect symphony. Heads up, right? Are we good? <laughs> that was good, yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Is there anything else that you guys feel like you want to talk I mean, about? I mean, you know, we could have gotten into a whole bunch, but you could come back. Um, we could do the whole, I mean, like... I'm you're going to have a lot of editing to do. That's fine. Okay. One thing that I think might be beneficial, so I'm... Because so one thing we didn't talk about is yeah. um, all the pro bono work we do, mm -hmm. which is a lot. And maybe that's worth... Um, a show. I think that's a whole other show. That's a whole yeah, other show. Yeah, I would agree. So, so I, I think... So when I think about the podcast, right, I, my thoughts are always in terms of the listener, right? So who's listening to this that cares about the discussion? And I think that what brides get out of the discussion is, you know, how does a florist think about design? One, right? Um, and you guys talk a lot. So, so and you guys. But sort we, of what throw... we didn't talk about is then. So this is really good. So if we talked about something now, you could splice it back in. Yeah, and that's not a problem. It's easy to cut. 
stuff okay. we talk about at the end into the middle. I mean, that's what I did on some of the other episodes. Yeah, because so, we got off subject. Well, I mean, it happens. Well, and, and, and sometimes it, it makes more sense as far as a logical flow to actually rearrange stuff. Because um, what if we talked about, <laughs> I know when somebody comes to visit me, I have them bring their inspiration yeah, yeah, photos. We, about that too. we, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about that. that, but we should because yeah, I, I that's be what they would be expecting to hear maybe is yeah. how important it is and that we, way we can design their wedding. See, this is really much better that they weren't here because this is now a flower-based discussion, yeah. don't you think? So I feel yeah, like I this mean, is it's actually, all, it's all good. But yeah, I think- we want to get to the chair. Like, I do want to tell people about that charity work. You know, the people mm-hmm. I give to this school or that's, you know, and what we do, but it's- That's a so whole other thing. Pick all the subjects that make- but the reason I combine, I think it's worked out a, interesting that it's just us two because we have a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting when we put the group together because it's like people who are shy, like one girl, one lady yeah. was like completely, but eventually she did come out. You know what I'm talking about? But it, yeah. it took a group almost to get her to paddle Okay, out. so why don't you go ahead and turn it back it, on again? Like, I just want to <laughs> mention that because yeah. I do think that's really important and I'm okay. sure yeah. that you do so, that also. Well, yeah, so so I, I would I would walk through, you know, I would just say so. So let's talk a little bit about what the consultation. Oh, okay. So looks like and, and what's what we need to really make sure that your day is exactly what you're looking for. Um, I can say um, part of obviously Amy and I share so much on growing and all the different kinds mm-hmm. of flowers and but uh, the other side of that equation is you, the bride. When you come mm-hmm. in, we get excited to tell you all about all our flowers. But this is how we need to. You know, learn from what inspires you is your inspirational photographs. Yeah. Does that and, work? And, and, and I would switch. That's why we. Yeah, and one of you needs to work in. So, so I, I love that you really try to get in there. That you know, the backdrop of your wedding makes pictures more beautiful. Well, I tried Videos to say you said it better, but <laughs> so so one of you in in the midst of this part of the discussion, that's where it needs to be. Is hey, you're going to come in. We're going to consult with you. We're going to look at your. You know your your uh, design boards and everything you know that you're bringing into us. I'm trying to bring in the process stuff and the co- you know like yeah. I'm trying to say let's leave cheap. the cost out from now because we already mentioned how expensive it was well, to I have the um. I mean, sure. I wish we could t- talk about the. I don't know. It's just because neither one mentioned the hours of loading and it's like moving every weekend. I want to tell people the back end a little bit more because they don't understand. They just come in and see pretty flowers. Like I have so many people tell me, I'd love to come out and play flowers with you. I'm like, it's not Yeah. Or that they can do the flowers themselves. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. That's really, I got really (laughs) into with someone the other day. So so I actually, I actually think that you did a really beautiful job of explaining, you know, why a local grower is going to maybe cost a little bit more. Right, because they're producing things that you're not going to find on a you know national yes. order list. I don't know what companies. I, I think of terms and food because I was in the restaurant industry for years. But I, you know, I, I think of like you know I can't get certain species of vegetable from Cisco or right. from U.S. Foods. Right? right. More importantly, it's harder to order like really nutritionally valuable food from them because they're getting from these huge massive farms in the Midwest that. You know, or they're ordering it from South America because whatever it is that we eat is going Same to be totally out of season. Mm-hmm. And the wages. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's, and, and yeah, I know. That's what I stuff. tried to say, American labor, I like, but wages, I know. <laughs> but let's just go back and touch on that, Karen. So go ahead and start about the bride's inspiration because okay. that's really where I start right. each and every time. Right. Inspiration. It's never my inspiration. It's, it's their inspiration. Right. They have to, and even if it's something like 
blue orchids, I'll still look at it and say, but I don't do I dyed. <laughs> I don't do dyed flowers. No. I don't get back to those people. <laughs> Not terrible. No, no. You have a store people can come in. You probably have to talk have to, to more nice people than I do. <laughs> as nicely as we can. Go ahead, because then I'm going to have to go. But no. I do think that's so important. So are you glad you did this, though? I'm really glad. This is really nice. And to just to know how much we all have in common. I think that's really good. Yeah. And also, it's a platform for people mm-hmm. it's not going to be on a Sunday if people can carve out time my other thing is I want to eventually have a PSA situation so if you are doing a fundraiser or a drive or something you can come out and give 10 minutes and say what so this is sort of a like I told you a community kind of thing and then we're not getting charged every you know if they see a lot of clicks or something you get more and more money okay go ahead we, uh, Amy and I obviously share so much about like all the different beautiful growers and all the different beautiful um, individual kinds of dahlias and scabiosas and ranunculas and all the lovely um, roses and everything everybody can grow here on our local farms and produces special bouquets and uniqueness that we need uh, and try to capture for you guys. But, but most importantly, I think as both of us realize as floral designers, you come in, when you come in for a consult with either Amy or myself, we want to know about you. And Amy, I know we've talked about this. What is the first and one of our biggest things that we both love to have from all of our brides? When somebody contacts me initially and sets up a consultation with me, I want to know as much about them as possible. What their color sense is for their wedding, the colors of the bridesmaids, the colors that they want to see in their weddings. And that's if when people can pull photos from Pinterest or other areas, weddings that they've been, that indicates to me where I want to start for their wedding. I have been in this business over 30 years. Every week, I start from scratch with somebody who is new, fresh, beautiful, bride getting married and try to deliver what their vision is for their wedding. And that starts with the work that they do on the front end of figuring out what their design sense is. And, and often, you know, it, I'll tell them you got to do a little bit of homework just so we can help you, you know, and it's kind of like it is, it's a little bit of homework, you know, but I, I think it's probably fun homework or fun sort of project to go and, and, and sort of ferret out with all the, all the images and all of the access we have now and kind of distill what is, is your beat? What's your flavor, man? That's what we want to know. We want to capture it, you know, and we're not capturing like the food that you taste. We're capturing it in the je ne sais quoi, the, 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 the ethereal, the, the ah, the, they don't even know why flowers give us an endorphin lift, but it is that super wow ah. And uh, it's a dance. And, and the uh, more collaborative it is with the bride and the bride's family and the florist, the more everyone gets out of it in the on the day of the wedding. Exactly. I mean, the more that you can put in, the more you'll get out. Exactly. <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> oh, but I mean, I feel like that kind of says it. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. And then I, I think if you want to say 
you want to well, so you can close it, but I would say just to respond to the more you put in, the more you get out. Um, I would link that to that's why people that have beautiful photos have beautiful have a beautiful backdrop to take those photos on, and how you guys sort of play into that. And, and but we already said that because remember when you had told told us to say it, we said it. Yeah. Sorry, that was weird. I hear myself in my ears. Um, <clears throat> So the only other last thing we didn't talk about is if somebody is struggling with a vision, I do think that a wedding planner can play a really good part, but we don't need to bring them into this, do we? This is more of our organic style. Okay, let's just leave it at that. I think that's, um, yeah, that gets into a whole kettle of worms. Yeah, okay, that's good. Because we'd have to explain the wedding planner. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's like... This is the hardest thing is keeping it down to like because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're going to make this down to like five or ten minutes, yeah. right? So yeah. this is uh, good. It'll probably be a little longer than that. But oh, really? Yeah. So okay. Happen yeah, for a little sure. bit, but it might be fifteen minutes at the most. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Well, well, let me. What am I supposed to say? Uh, oh, good. Say go ahead. Say, go ahead and say it. No, you say it. Um, you can just you can okay. just thank her for being on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you do that. time, and we'll and catch you next time. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay, so uh, one thing we were, Amy and I were just talking about the fact that um, it's really Im- important to, to, to bring us your inspirational boards or somehow um, convey your, 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 what your dream day is going to look like. Um, and sometimes you might actually just be blank and be overwhelmed. And that's okay too. We're professionals. Like she said, we've both been in it for a long time and we'll walk you through the process. And there's so many, uh, tools and other other uh, vendors and other things to help you get through the process that we all make sure that your day is just perfect. And uh, and the more leeway we have, sometimes the more fabulous it is. If you let my mind go to places that I want to go that you might not even realize are out there, that's also very beneficial. True. So, you know, if you're one of those brides that's Recently engaged, doesn't have a clue, don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. You can let us free and we will, we will create something perfect for you and you'll love it and you can let us tweak it and get it right. But we won't let you hang. We won't let you hang. We'll give you, we'll, we always deliver, I think. We're- I think that's a good motto. We always deliver. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think I want to thank Amy Webb of Blue Ridge Floral Design, again, right here in Nellie's Fork. Uh, Virginia. I also want to mention that all of the local growers that we've mentioned today will have a link and a mention on our on our show notes. And we um, we I really enjoyed it today, Amy. It's really nice to finally meet you. The myth behind Amy Webb. We've been circling each other for a, a number of years, and uh, I'm really grateful that you came in. And I look forward to. To seeing you again sometime. Well, thank you. Your shop is lovely. And thank you. thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us at The Wedding Fox, brought to you by Foxtel Cottage Floral. Our behind-the-scenes look at the greater Charlottesville region wedding industry, a.k.a. the business of love, with all of our locally talented artisans. We want to give a heartfelt shout-out to our guest, Amy Webb, of Blue Ridge Floral Design. Check her out at blueridgefloral.com.